Welcome to From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. And on this show, we're going to talk about sports, education, entertainment, family, and faith, and how those things separately or combined will impact our lives. Let's get it. Welcome back to the show. And this is a this is a brand new season from uh, for from the 80s view. Um, I'm so honored and thankful for this opportunity to uh, come back to you and give you my perspective and our guest perspective from uh, our from our point of view, from the 80s view. Before we bring on our first guest, I would always like I do in all of my shows. Uh, like to give honor to God, who's the head of my life, and thank him for so many blessings that he's giving me uh, in spite of me. Uh, because without him, none of the things that I would do in my professional life, in my uh, in my personal life as a father or husband, none of those things would be uh, possible without him. And as I begin this second uh, season of From the AD's View. Um, as I reminisce on many of the guests that I've had before, one in particularly is always going to be at the top of my list to have on this show. Um, she is an outstanding uh, young uh, individual in the, in the world of sports, in uh, sports talk. Her, um, her show uh, first impression sports talk is, you know, at the top of its game. And uh, she's a close friend and uh, she is my mentor because she was doing this before I was. And uh, I've learned so much from her. Um, I'd like to bring on my guest, my very special guest, Miss Jasmine Pollock. Jasmine, welcome to the show. Hi, it's great to be here, Cedric. Thank you. Jazzy, every time that I think about you being on my show, I'm like, what am I going to learn today? Yes. Because <laughs> what you bring to the show is outstanding in your perspective um, as a just as a sports fan and then your perspective as a young woman of color. Um, they are unique within themselves because a lot of individuals don't give our women and, and then our women of color enough, um, you know, they don't give you enough praise and the kudos for the work that you put into this. So um, I, you know, I thank you. And, uh, you know, I take my hat off to you and I'm standing on your shoulders, Jazzy. So tell us a little bit about what you've been doing since you graduated, Jazzy. Oh, OK. So, um, again, thank you for having me on the show, Dr. Sedgwick Brown. It's always a pleasure. And I'm so thankful and honored to be a part of season two. Um, I know right now I graduated back in April and I'm revamping my show. There's a lot of things I'm adding and do different things like that, which I'm really excited about, new different um, features that I wanna you know, incorporate, new guests that are coming on that I'm really excited about. And even you know, shouting out um, 
Leon and Jay and just, you know, my whole production crew and people Absolutely. that have really put in the work behind the scenes to help us to get to this moment. Um, but right now I have a lot of different things. Uh, locally, I have partnered with um, a coach. His name is Coach Green for Green Zone Sports. And they do a lot of high school stuff, you know, with the college students, not the college students, the high school students and making sure they're prepared for college and what I could do to help them become more media trained. So when they do get there, they know what to say and how to say it, you know, and help with things like that. And of course, working with another a company with called Inside the Palace, where they strictly focus on women's sports and also college students and giving them a platform to express themselves and just really open up and not just, you know, play the game, but also show people who they are. So that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. And I'm super, super excited about it. And uh, and and that's all wonderful. And I just wanted to say, give a shout out to my boy, Jay, when you yes. talk to him. Uh, that's my guy. Uh, uh, I see you, Jake Von Scher. That's uh, uh, another um, uh, gentleman in the business who's going to be on my show um, as soon as we can uh, um, get a schedule together. But you had mentioned, Jasmine, you had mentioned that um, the media training that you're doing for, you know, prospective student athletes and in, in, out of high school, you know, coming into college, I see you, uh, Dantel Daniels, my man at Tulsa, just got that new job down at Tulsa. Shout out to my guy. Um, how important is that media training for mm -hmm. the the, perfect, the prospective student athlete um, with NIL, you know, around the corner for them with, you know, being on uh, pregame and postgame interviews? How important is that media training? Very important because that's how people get to know you. That's how people get a perception of you. Um, of course, we see the athletes on the field, on the court, what have you, and different things like that. But if they are not showing people, listen, you're trying to promote yourself. And that's one thing I've, you know, learned as well, you know, in this process as uh, post-graduation is uh, making sure that you are showing people who you are and making sure you're selling yourself. And this is who I am. This is what I bring. And this is why I can really propel the company or, you know, your business. So when we look at these young athletes, especially in high school, so that's what Coach Green is working with his high school students. They're still learning. They're still like, you know, or just football, football, football. And it's like, no, let's get outside of that. Let's look at it in a business because essentially you're going to be a business, especially if you want to go pro. And of course, the collegiate level now with the um, NIL deals, you want to make sure you're selling yourself and showing you know, potential recruits, showing coaches, showing businesses, you know, the sponsorship that, hey, I'm an upstanding citizen, you know, I'm a down to earth person and I can be marketable. So that's one of the biggest things I think is important, especially as young athletes, you know, growing up now, especially in a era of social media is important to make sure your brand is very clean, making sure that your brand is up to par with your play on the field, on the court, whatever sport you play. So that's why I think it's important. That's some of the reasons why I think it's important. Well, and that's very important because, you know, in the business world, individuals don't want to, you know, put money out there for mm -hmm. bad product. Right. We don't want to have, um, you know, uh, unsavory personalities, bad characters, bad actors, um, you know, when we put to our dollars, because in right. the business world, it's about that bottom line. Right. It's, it's all yes. about that bottom line. And speaking of bottom line. Um, we have a, a individual that has taken college football by storm. And we're talking yeah. about the, the former neon Dion Sanders now known as coach prime 
Um, number 19 in the polls uh, as of yesterday. Um, ran into that buzzsaw, which is the Oregon Ducks. Uh, number yeah. five got beat 42 to six. Mm-hmm. Um, beat TCU in week one. Beat Nebraska in week two. Um, had a double overtime stunner with uh, Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Jasmine, how important is uh, Coach Prime to college football right now? He is the most important thing right now for college football. Um, And I'll tell you a story about that. So I have never in my life watched Colorado football. I didn't even know Colorado existed. Like I've heard of him. Okay. But I've never like really paid attention to him, obviously. And when I heard Dion, because I've always followed Dion, even when he was, um, you know, at Jackson State and even what he was doing before with um, young kids and coaching, I was like, man, Coach Prime is what he's doing and especially what he was, you know, as an athlete. And then he brings that expertise into the coaching side. It's just phenomenal. But him getting to Colorado the first year, I get they got destroyed yesterday. I get that. Destroyed. But, I mean, it was bad. But what – matters is that he has done something to this program to where now they're putting people on notice. You're putting people on notice and making sure, listen, we're going to be around. Yes, we got our butts kicked, but I love what he said yesterday. You know, just saying like, you better catch me now because you're going to have to deal with me four to five years, you know? So I'm really looking forward to what they're doing and they have exceeded expectations. They have another tough game um, this coming week with USC with Caleb Williams, the Heisman trophy winner from last year. So it's a big game also. So we're going to see how they match up with them as well. But right now what he's doing, the press is on him. All eyes are on him. Every game Colorado is going to play from here on out is going to be watched. You're going to have people that want to see him lose. You're going to have people like myself and others people here want to see him win. So he has completely taken the college football world by storm and he has it in the palm of his hands. Absolutely. And those are great points that you bring up, Jasmine. Um, Coach Prime is there's no shame in his game, right? He's been excellent at um, at everything that he's done athletically. I mean, he's the only individual that won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and uh, I think no, I take that back. He's the only individual that uh, returned a kickoff or a punt, yes. and hit a home run in the same week. Right. Mm-hmm. In, in two different sports. I mean, he is a two time Super Bowl champion. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, the blueprint that Colorado has, they dismissed 70 scholarship 70. athletes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And they only have 85 counters. Right. Division one FBS football. They get 85 counters, scholarship athletes. And he dismissed 70 of mm. them. Is that the blueprint moving forward for everybody else using the portal and things like that? Yes. And I'll I'll name a couple of teams, of course, Colorado, but I look at the team up north, Florida State, right? What they were able to do um, is get like that their star receiver, Keon Coleman from Michigan State. They added people from different places because now people are seeing the direction that college football is headed. Whereas you look at Dabo Sweeney, he's like, oh no, no transfers, none of that. We're not doing that. We're about home growing guys and it's not paying off right now. So that's where the direction is headed for college football is getting those guys. Of course, recruiting is going to be top, but now we have guys transferring. Now we can pull different guys here and there. And Deion Sanders, that's why these coaches are terrified of him. He's scared to these people because now, okay, that's Coach Sanders. I want to go over there with Colorado. I love the, the pizzazz, the look, you know, the shades. It's just they're adding a swag to college football that we have 
haven't seen in a long time. I mean, I know me personally, I haven't seen in a long time or seen it in this capacity where a team went one and 11 last season. Now they're three and one and ranked and they're competing, even though I know they lost to Oregon, but they're still competing. They're still the talk of the town and he's completely changing that landscape. So the transfer portal is the cream of the crop right now in college football. Right. And, you know, coach prime, there's no shame. And, and the one thing that I like about him is that he is being honest Mm -hmm. with the student athlete. He's telling the student athlete, the effort that I saw as a coach, he watched film. He did all those things. The effort that he saw with a one in 11 team, he said, listen, there is a place for you in college football. It's just not here at Colorado. (laughs) And I will help you find a way to get, you know, to your dream as a student athlete. And the one thing that's really good about it is him being there in, they they hired him before spring ball, right? Mm -hmm. They hired him before the second semester. And what coach prime did, he made sure that each one of those student athletes that were going to be with him or the ones that were going to move on in the portal, he made sure that they went to class because they have something called an APR, right? An academic progress rate that they track over a four year period. And I know because I'm in charge of that at my institution. Mm -hmm. And if you are not above 930% on a four year rolling average, you lose scholarships or you lose the ability to go play in postseason. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I applaud him for everything he's doing. Um, And my last question before we go to break is Isher Dura Sanders, a first round NFL draft pick. 100 percent. And to being that you mentioned, I saw a video, I think it was yesterday or the day before Dion was sitting with his son Shiloh and Shador. And he's saying, oh, you guys aren't going to the you guys are not getting drafted this year. Oh, no, you're coming back. And they were like, really? They're, he was like, oh, no, we're not. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. Not right now. So I think sh- what Shadur is doing, and, I, you know, we've never seen anything like this. This is why this is so impactful for college sports in general and sports, period. But for Shadur to come in with the pressure, you know, everybody is looking at his dad, right? Everybody is looking at, okay, what is Coach Prime going to be? What is Colorado going to look like? And he has come in. He's taken the name of him, himself. Like, you know, we always see, you know, when you look at LeBron James' son, it's always, oh, LeBron James Jr. Shador is making – he's getting away from that primetime name. I'm right. Shador, you right. know. And for him to come in and these past few – these weeks and being thrown into the fire and competing, and he has a chance to be competing in the Heisman, obviously, even next year, because I know he's coming back next year with right. a completely new team. They're going to be revamped. They're going to have a lot more recruits, new, new, new offensive line. Absolutely. And he needs to get those defensive linemen. I'm really excited that he's going to get those guys. But Shadour is absolutely a first rounder. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I think that you are correct. And please, um, this year when you have your NFL draft show, please make sure that uh, that Dr. Brown is on yes. that show again because <laughs> I had so much fun in the last one. But um, stay with me, uh, Jasmine, because uh, after this break, We are going to return for more. You are watching From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. We'll be right back after this break. Renting is everything. 
It's style at your doorstep. Off the runway and into your closet. It's every trend you've been dying to try and every designer you've yet to discover. It's wearing it your way every time and making it count everywhere you go. It's never worrying about what to wear because something new is always coming your way. That's why renting is everything. New styles, top designers, all for a flat monthly fee. Start your subscription at renttherunway.com. Slow roasted over hickory fire and pulled by hand. This is the way pit pork has always been done. Pulled pork lovers, rejoice. The smoky old days are back at the Smoke Shack. I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back. Uh, you're watching From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Uh, you can catch us each Sunday evening at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern uh, for more open and honest discussions from the 80s View. If you want to get in contact with me, you can reach me uh, at my uh, email. Excuse me, not at my email. You can reach me um, at cedricmbrown.org. That's my website. Um, and then I'm also on LinkedIn. You can catch the coverage uh, video on LinkedIn, and that's Cedric M. Brown, Ph.D. That's on LinkedIn. Let's bring back our special guest, Miss Jasmine Pollock. Jasmine, as, as we left the show, we were talking about um, the impact that Coach Prime has on um, – college football, right? Yes. And, you know, a charismatic individual, um, high profile person of color. Mm -hmm. um, let's let's shift to a, a different sport uh, with the same type of individuals in it. Uh, uh, tennis, men's yep. and women's tennis. Right. Um, we watched a few weeks ago where a 19 year old five foot nine Coco Golf uh, wins her first major. Um, and then, you know, Chris Eubanks did well uh, in Wimbledon. He was in the French Open. Uh, mm -hmm. He was in the U.S. Open. Then you have um, Francis Tiafoy that was also a, a, you know, a stellar tennis player, uh, a person of color. Right. They're following the footsteps of Arthur Ashe. They're following the footsteps of, of Serena and mm -hmm. Venus uh, Williams. What do those players mean to tennis right now? It just, it fills the void, right? Like we look at, of course, 
uh, legend Arthur Ashe, and we look at Serena Williams and Venus Williams, the, the Williams sisters. And of course, when Serena took her last match, you know, we you know always wondered like, okay, who's next? You know, she was a huge stake, especially for black athletes in sports. And you know, now she's retiring and moving on. Who was going to step up? And all these great players, Coco Golf and Tofoy, and all these people, they were able to take a piece of that and say, you know, we're, we're going to start making names for ourselves. And I'm so proud of Coco, especially because she's a Florida girl. So it was amazing <laughs> to see, you know, South Florida and just seeing her go out there and compete the way she did. And I even watched the fans in that stadium, all the celebrities that were there that were supporting her, her mom, you know, I'm seeing her mom, like just, she's sitting there, she's kind of like biting her nails. Mm -hmm. And it was just an amazing moment seeing, you know, greatness happened and just history being made. I'm so proud of her. And the poise that you have to have, the um, the patience you have to have in order to win big in big situations like that is huge. So just for in tennis, now we can compete because every time black people touch a sport, every time we're in there, we compete at the highest level. We add a skill set that is just amazing. And then we keep getting better over time. So they are a huge deal. And I can see them continuing to win and continuing to compete in the sport of tennis and even uplifting other athletes in other different sports. And it's amazing uh, as you say that, right? And, and and obviously, you know, you and I being uh, people of color, you know, we we do probably pay more attention to individuals that look like us in sports mm -hmm. and things like that. Just, you know, for the conversations that we have in our beauty salons and our barbershops and things like that. But Coco is doing the same thing that Venus and Serena yes. did not just for individuals of color, she's doing it for the young, young. Little, the little girls and the young women and that are coming up. How important is it to see someone like Coco Golf for the women that are and the young ladies that are coming up in sports today? Don't be afraid. I mean, she's literally proving to the youth that you can do anything. It doesn't matter your age. Um, you have the talent, you have a good group around you, a good group of coaches that believe in you and you work hard. That's the the payoff. You win things like that and you compete against some of the best players out there. So when Coco at the age of 19 to compete like that in a big stage, you're putting yourself on the map. And now there's going to be young girls that come out. Oh, I can be just like that. Of course, we know who Serena Williams is, but Coco is setting the trail as a young athlete in this day and age. Of course, we live in an era of social media. Kids are always on social media. They're always looking at what's next and what's popular. And Coco being the forefront, and you're seeing that and seeing that moment is very important for the youth now because now you're going to see people feel or young people feel like we can do anything. It doesn't matter the age. You know, as long as I have a group of people, good coaches, and of course, inspiration like Coco and a lot of the other young athletes, that's what it's all about. Well, you know, I, I see, I, and, and I, I agree with you and everything you just said, Jasmine, and I see you in the same vein as a young Coco golf, right? Because mm -hmm. I see the work that you have done in, you know, in uh, uh, radio TV broadcast in uh, the podcast era, the, the digital era. And I think that, a young Jasmine Pollock is going to, you know, set that world on fire, right? And and be um, that young Serena, that young Venus 
of what you're doing right now. So I take my hat off to you. And speaking of the world of radio TV broadcast, um, and I, I don't know if he's still uh, <laughs> one of your favorites, right? But because we talked about this off air, um, I, I, I enjoy Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I, I think he's uh, he can be a little much sometimes. Yes. You know, he can be a little extra. Right. But he's playing for the camera. He's an entertainer. Um, and you're right, Dantil, the black girl magic is uh, is prevalent right now. Coco Golf, you know, black girl magic, Pollock, uh, Jasmine Pollock, black girl magic. You're absolutely right. Um, I think Stephen A. Smith can can uh, he plays it a little bit, you know, uh, for the crowd and things like that. Yes. The ratings right at ESPN and at ABC. Um, but there was a situation that you and I talked about off air where uh, Shannon Sharp is now a part of uh, First Take. Mm -hmm. And there was some comments made uh, about Shannon Sharp. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. So, of course, I was in tune because I'm a huge Shannon Sharp fan. And I've, I still like Stephen A. Smith, but there's certain things I'm like, Ugh. like in this situation, true colors were shown. But I'll break it down. So. Of course, the world wanted to know where Shannon would go. Where would he go after Undisputed? Really what happened with Undisputed for him to separate um, from Skip. But then he goes to ESPN. We see the layoffs happen and the big move. Shannon Sharp with um, um, Stephen A. So Stephen A goes on Joe Budden's podcast. We all know who Joe Budden is. He mm -hmm. um, underground rapper. You know, he's blazed trails in media as well. Um and Stephen A was alluding to the fact that the reason why Shannon wasn't with Undisputed, and I had an issue with that because that's not really your story to tell. That should be Shannon's story lane. to tell. Right. Um, and you shouldn't allude to those things because you never know. Shannon could tell you one thing, and that that may not have been the moment at that point. And I just felt like some things like that you don't say, and you know, you expose those things, and we would rather hear Shannon talk about that now. Shannon's now opening up about it because everybody's talking about it because of what uh, Stephen A said. And even what he said about Max Kellerman on that show was also wrong to me, you know, saying, oh, I didn't like working with Max, you know, just diminishing Max's role at first take and telling people or alluding to the fact that you carried first take because no one would listen to Max Kellerman because he wasn't a journalist and didn't play sports. I think that's unfair. And I didn't really like that of um, Stephen A doing that because I feel like you've been in this industry for so long. You've went through so many trials and tribulations and you come out and you say that about someone who lost their job at ESPN and makes it look a certain way. You know, me and my dad talk about this stuff all the time. And it, you're saying, Oh yeah, I have lunch with Disney CEO. They just, of course, they're partnered with ESPN and different mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. That looks a certain way after all the layoffs happen, and then you're still here. That looks a certain way. So certain things shouldn't be said, and that's where I stand with him. But overall, I think he's great for the business of sports media. Of course, Stephen A is a, a legend. He is an icon in sports. But I just think certain things should not have been said on the Joe Budden podcast. I think those things you should keep to yourself. <laughs> you, you're right. And, and you know, uh, I say at my job all the time that I stay in my lane, right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm always in my lane. They can expect Dr. Brown to be in his lane and, and not swerve outside of it. And I, I can agree with you from a professional standpoint, right? If, if there was something shared with Stephen A about Shannon Sharp and Shannon shared that, that was not his place mm -hmm. 
to share that. And of course, this is yours and my opinion, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, we're not entitled to our own truth, you know. Uh, we're we're entitled to our own opinion. Uh, I do believe that in that particular instance, that was not the time or place yes. to say those things, right? Now, if he'd have came out and said, you know, well, I spoke to Shannon. And Shannon told me, and he, it's all right for me to share this information. That's a different thing, right? Right. Because you, you, Stuart Scott, the legendary yeah. Stuart Scott, yeah. rest his soul. We wouldn't have heard that from him, right? No, no, right? no. We, we, we wouldn't have heard that from him. We just wouldn't have heard those types of things. And had the let, let's flip the the script as as the young people say, right? And if Max Kellerman had a come out mm -hmm. and said that about a Stephen A. Smith that had been let go, we would have had all kinds of connotations of, right. you know, the young uh, white colleague talking about the black colleague yes. and things like <laughs> that. Right. Because Max Kellerman, if I'm not mistaken, Max Kellerman um, is a lawyer, I believe, that mm -hmm. that, you know, did boxing at first. Yes. But when you see and I know that they just got let go from um, uh, Max, uh, J. Will and um, and Keyshawn. And mm -hmm. we never know what the situation is. Right. Because there's a right. bottom line that ESPN and ABC have to have if there's not enough ratings. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's not enough. Um, advertisers paying for the show, then you know that's that's just the name of the game. That's just the name of the business. Um, right. And I can't remember uh, before um, uh, Greeny left his show. He had Mike, uh, right, Big, yeah. and, and those two uh, apparently, and I'm doing air quotes, apparently didn't get along, mm -hmm. right? And so they kept they kept Greeny. And then gave Greeny his show, right? And then Mike, right. his son, came in and did some things. But Big Mike is not there. And I never heard any disparaging things from, you know, from Greeny about Big Mike or anything like that. So mm -hmm. you're right. When it comes to business, right, and, and anybody has to learn, but especially us, you know, yes. individuals of color, we've, we've, we've got to learn how to you know, um, be as professional as we possibly can, because like in the coaching, like there's right now three or four uh, football coaches in the NFL. Right. And yeah. you have individuals like, you know, um, in, in, in coaching, I won't name names in, in college basketball and coaching, they, they get fired. Right. And they get repurposed. They yes. get rehired. You know, um, I know that we just had a uh, a coach um, that got let go in a Big Ten school, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. what he got let go for, if it is actually true, right? Yeah. That was for cause, and yeah. and the and the and the institution needed to move on from that, right? Um, and then, but there's some things like if they just don't you know, they don't uh, have a good enough team and their five-year deal comes to the third or the fourth year and they get let go. I, those coaches are not being, you know, repurposed. 
um, mm-hmm. and, and brought back. So, you know, we need to be mindful. We need to be very mindful of those things. And the last thing I want to talk to you about, Jazzy, I, obviously, and we talk about this off air is, uh, is faith. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I know that, uh, uh, the Lord has done so many wonderful things for you. And, uh, you know, we got a we got a wedding coming up, you know, down the road. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got new job opportunities. Um, what has what has the faith, you know, meant to you, Jasmine? And what has it done for you? Man, it. Oh, God is so good because. Of course, my whole life, you know, I grew up in a faith-based household. You know, I've always talked about this and I was always taught, you know, how to pray, what to pray for and what to read. But I think I've gotten a lot closer with God this period of time, you know, especially being out of college. So now it's just you're free from, you know, the structural education system. Now you're it's just you. And it's the moment of, okay, where do I start now? Now my life really begins. And. That's where God, you know, kind of gotten closer to me and I've gotten closer with him. And certain things have just come to me in different ways I've never thought it would. You know, I'm thinking like, man, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could see it that way. I didn't know I could, you know, look at this, look at this situation in this perspective. And I just learned in this process to trust him, to believe, you know, of course. And of course, many times, you know, these past four or five months, I've been discouraged and just feeling like, man, is this really for me? And he has reassured me through people. He has reassured me through um, certain situations, even scriptures that I'm just like, wow, I really have things in my life and people in my life that are just saying, this is going to happen. It's just a matter of when, and I have to be patient. But my faith has grown so much and it has put me in a place where I can do anything. And all I want to do is make sure that I allow God to lead me in the direction that he's leading me. You know, I have no idea where he's going to place me. No idea. Sure. But I have faith is going to be somewhere great as long as I'm keeping my faith and making sure I'm following what he wants me to follow. So that's why I believe faith is so important, especially as young people. And just to, just to say this, like people who are struggling right now, people who are, you know, coming out of college, people like me who are just waiting and twiddling our thumbs do what you can do at the moment, do what you can control and believe in yourself. Of course, it might look like it's slow, like nothing's happening. Cause I've been there before. And I've been there these past couple of months where I feel like nothing is moving, but God is there. He doesn't leave you. It's just a matter of having trust and having faith and building your brand, building your skills. So that way, when he does present it to you, you have it in your hands. That's what I have to say. Well, that's well said Jasmine. And you know, believe it that your blessings are delayed. Yes. They're not denied, right? Mm-hmm. They're delayed. They're not denied. And um, you have such a a good positive energy about you, Jasmine, and and the work ethic that you have, um, Jasmine. When people want to get in contact with you, or mm-hmm. when people want to watch your show, please tell us how they can do that. Absolutely. So I have my website, which is jasmineonsports.com. Um, I have some new features on there that I would love people to see. I have a, I wrote a new article about Colorado, so I'm adding news writing to um, First Impression Sports Talk. Of course, you can check out my YouTube, which is First Impression Sports Talk. Um, Twitter, at Jazzy-esque. I'm always tweeting about games, always tweeting about stuff. And then, of course, 
you can catch me on YouTube. You can catch me on different places like that. And then my Instagram is first underscore Jasmine. So definitely check me out. I'm everywhere and I'm going to keep giving you guys stuff. And there's a lot of good things coming. So I'm really excited. Well, I, I appreciate you so much, Jasmine. And yeah, as I, as we talk about, um, you know, in the in the green room, we talk about family and things like that. You've definitely become um, th that adopted niece that mm -hmm. uh, that I, you know, that I so desperately needed in this in this this setting right here. Right. Because you are the consummate professional. Right. You are someone that I have learned from. And, and uh, as I watch your show. Uh, first impression sports talk and, and take little nuances from and add that to what I'm doing. So I right. appreciate you so much. I thank, thank you. you so much. And like I said, tell my man Jay that, yeah. uh, that Dr. Brown said, what's up, what's going on. He's probably watching the show right now. But, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. So Jay, what's up, buddy. I, mm -hmm. I appreciate you too, man, for everything that you've done. Uh, Jeremiah has been a, a part of my show. Uh, before and done some things behind the scenes, a very talented young man. So um, you guys are going to be a power couple inside of this digital, uh, uh, this digital world and, you know, in sports and um, radio TV broadcast. So I do appreciate you. And so thank you so much Jasmine, for being a part of the show. Don't forget to join me each Sunday evening at six 30 central, seven 30 Eastern for more open and honest conversations from the AD's view. Good night and God bless.